This is Audacity and Love and Life, and I'm your host, Sean Matos. Today I'm going to be talking about learning disorders because I suffer from a couple and a speech impediment, which I'm sure you guys can recognize sometimes in my podcast. Um, I did want to touch base on something. Uh, some people didn't like the booger episode, and uh, I'm not going to apologize for anybody that didn't like it because it's being quite honest about things in life with people. Um, and if you can't handle it, that's okay, you know. But the adult thing is that uh, when you're friends with somebody or family members or lovers or whatever, you know, you want to look out for the other person. And to me, Sometimes brutal honesty is the way to look out for somebody, even if it's a subject matter you don't want to talk about because you think you're too good, like you've never, you know, had a booger hanging out of your nose or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but that's reality, and that's what I like to touch base on, reality of things. Uh, whether it's proper or improper to you, that's, you know, based on whatever uh, you feel, and you're good enough to move on to another podcast if you don't like the episode, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> I try and be comical with it. Sorry, I'm still feeling under the weather. This thing is still hanging on. Um, and, you know, but also straightforward and brutally, brutally honest about uh, certain things in life, period. And, and, you know, that's a part of life. Like, um, I, I was visiting some friends yesterday, and one of them is kind of like, uh, slightly developmentally disabled or whatever, but she was picking her nose and she was about to eat it. <laughs> and I was like, please don't, please don't do that in front of me, please. <laughs> you know, and that's how I am. That's how I roll. I am brutally honest. And some people take it as I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just dealing with reality as, as it happens, you know, and that's a reality. And, and it's also, being considerate as far as not wanting somebody to be embarrassed by certain situations. To me, I take it very much to heart when somebody that is supposed to care about me, um, be my friend, lover, whatever, and decides that I'm not going to say anything about, you know, the situation. When I would, I, I am all cool with, like, you telling me, pulling me out, and saying, hey, Sean, you know, I didn't like what you said. I didn't like what you did. Um, you got a booger hanging out of your nose. Don't think you want to go talk to those people until you correct that shit. I'd rather deal with that kind of stuff than backstabbing, lying, you know, not being completely honest. Uh, you know, it's just not to me. It's Look, everybody's different. You, you, know, you can be the way you want to be. I'm not saying... People got to change for me, but this is who I am. So um, I'm going to touch on subject matter subject matters that are going to be funny, serious, offensive, um, realistic. You know, um, even you know, fantasy, fiction, nonfiction, you name it. You know, um, my experiences in life, what I think and feel. And you don't always have to agree with it, you know. So some people listened and they liked it or took it as this is reality and took note of it. 
And then some people are like, oh, yeah, it was stupid and juvenile, whatever. Whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not above anybody, and I'm not below anybody. So I'm right there. I deal with reality, and I try and make it funny, but also informative and uh, just based on my experiences and maybe other people, what they've experienced in life and everything. So anyway, moving on. Um, <clears throat> I do want to say this too, because, uh, you know, there are people that, um, have learning disorders that don't even know it. Like I went through a big part of going through school and not realizing that my struggles, and that's probably why I was a, First of all, I was a class clown because intellectually I was more advanced in a sense, but as far as uh, dyslexia, dyscalculia, uh, my speech impediment, which, which you will hear in my S's and my Z's, which I still have, and that's a struggle all the time, um, that quite frankly, I, was I graduated Phi Theta Kappa in college. I didn't even graduate. I'll tell you what happened. And this is the problem. I had this, I have dyscalculia, you know, and math is one of the requirements in college that if you don't pass it, even if you're never going to friggin' use it again for the whatever career field you're picking, they want you to path, pass math and have an above C or whatever it is. And I took math seven times. I can't deal with, I could do basic math pretty easily. It's when you start getting into algebra and uh, calculus and all the, those formulas kill me. It just jubble, jumbles in my head. And I had such a struggle with the math in college, um, even through high school and stuff in school, you know, um, that I, I couldn't pass it. And I finally did pass it with a C, but then they wanted me to take... Um, I forget what it was, like intermediate algebra or whatever it was. And I'm like, so I graduated, but didn't graduate. I didn't get my diploma because of the fact that they wanted me to take another damn math class. And I just wasn't doing it. Plus, the cost of it was crazy. I, luckily, I got a lot of um, uh, scholarships. I got some scholarships and everything and didn't have to pay for some of my classes. But... The point was that a majority of the money was going towards math, and then when I had to pay, it, I, you know, I can't afford to pay that and pay my bills and everything else. You know what I mean? And I just got so fed up. But I did start a petition on the campus for people who were having the same issue, struggling with the math classes that really weren't going to be a big part of their career field, you know? Um, and I got like 400 signatures in like two days. And so they did change the math curriculum because of the petition. But it's still tough for people that have um, learning disabilities, you know. And um, I, you know, and it's a shame that I basically, I graduated. I have 79, 80 credits under me. But... Um, because of the math thing, they wouldn't give me my diploma. So I'm like, oh, shove it. as far as I'm concerned, shove it up your ass, man. I have more education under than, than people that graduated with like 60 credits. And, you know, what do you want? More of my money? You know, I think I, I think 
that I've proved enough with my struggle with dyscalculia that I can do math, you know, enough to enter the career field that's not going to have anything to do with math, but counting, counting the money that I'm making, basically, you know, or exchanging with other people. And that's basic math. Um, so I don't agree with some of the college curriculums because that's just a money sucker to me, you know, when you have people that have to keep paying for the same course over and over that's got really nothing to do with their career field or very little to do with their career field. Um, and I just got so fed up with it, you know. Uh, so at the end of the day, like, that's your choice and whatever. I don't need a piece of paper to, to know who I am, to know what I've accomplished, um, so they can keep it, as far as I'm concerned. I, I graduated, or I graduated, in a sense, Phi Theta Kappa. You know, that's somebody who has a learning disability, learning disabilities, not just one, speech impediment, dys dyslexia, dyscalculia, you know. Um, and being able to achieve Phi Theta Kappa through almost the whole two years that I went to school, plus I prior to that, I went to school for a year, um, and was high in the GPA, you know, I think it was like 3.8 or 3.9 or whatever, so come on, you know, so I was Phi Theta Kappa back in 2001, and then Phi Theta Kappa in 2011 to 2013, so, um, I gotta say this, people, like, if you have a learning disability, I was able to, um, pretty much conquer my dyslexia, dyscalculia, I'm always gonna have a problem, as, as long as it's, long formulas, too many numbers, they just jumble in my head. With dyslexia, I, I've been able to uh, basically, you know, like conquer that, you know, like, do I have it sometimes? Yeah, you know, does it come out sometimes in certain things? So when I read a book, I don't, I like short stories. I like, um, you know, books that are not too, too long. <laughs> and I have read them and struggled, and that's how I learn to conquer on top of, you know, this is all self-teaching, basically. Uh, the speech impediment, I went to a, a speech therapist. So, so people understand where I'm coming from. So dyslexia is a disorder, it's characterized by the, uh, by reading, you know, having problems reading. And it used to be called, back in the 60s, word blindness. So, so, you know, dyslexia is like different people are affected to different degrees. So it could be difficulty in spelling words, reading quickly, writing words, sounding out words, which is in the head, um, pronouncing when reading aloud, and understanding what one's re reading. Uh, and it usually you don't notice it until school, and most kids don't understand that when they're in school, and that's where the parents have to be very alert about what's going on with their child in school. Um, I was a class clown, period, because I'm just a jokester and a prankster, and some people get my sense of humor and some people don't, and, you know, sometimes I have to apologize for their misunderstanding of my sense of humor or whatever, and I do, you know, because not everybody has my humor. But... Um, also, when your kid is a class clown, it could be also, not that they're, first they could be intellectually um, more advanced and school is boring. So, and that was where I was at with that. And then also 
the learning disabilities that I had that I knew kind of knew something wasn't right. And why are other people uh, being able to read faster or, or whatever? Um, and especially with the math, oh my God. But I did, I'm going to be honest, I did go to math class stoned <laughs> a lot of the times. And I'll tell you that story. But anyway, um, so, you know, with dyslexia, some some kid, you know, a lot of it too is developmental language disorder. It's attention deficit hyperactivity disorder that's involved too, on top of just the learning disability. Um, and it could be, and it, and it's caused by interaction or genetic or en environmental factors. So it could be brain injury, stroke, dementia. Because, you know, and that's what it develops from. Uh, that's like an acquired dyslexia. But also, it can come from childhood trauma. Um, I had meningococcal meningitis, which is a spinal brain, um, basically, disease or whatever. It swelled up my spine and my brain. And um, I do have spinal issues all my life. Um, and I think that... The, uh, I mean, they gave me last rites. I was gonna, I was supposed to die, so I'm lucky even to be here. So at the end of the day, I think that is a big part of why I have these learning disorders. And then I grew up in a traumatic home, and that's why I stuttered a lot uh, when I was a kid too. You know, your nerves are frazzled because it's like being raised in a war zone all the time. You never, you, you you're always waiting for that shoe to drop. You know, is, is mom and dad going to be cool today or is it going to be, you know, one of these crazy days of fighting or abuse or whatever? You know, so you're always on high alert. And that's my whole life. I'm always on high alert, you know, and that's not healthy for children, especially to go in. So that traumatizes them in different ways, too. But uh, so, you know, at the extent of my dyslexia, I really did learn on my own um and taught myself how to unjumble the words in my mind um, to be able to read and write. I mean, I love writing. I love reading um, because I was able to accomplish that, you know. Um, with the dyscalculia, you know, that's difficulty in learning or comprehending arithmetic, um, understanding numbers, learning how to manipulate the numbers, and performing mathematical calculations and learning facts in mathematics. Um, so that's math dyslexia. And it's associated with the region of the, in, in your frontal lobe, I guess. Um, and it doesn't, I, I guess it does, I, I don't know how to explain it. So there's an issue with your frontal lobe, basically when you have dyscalculia, is what they're saying. And it's like a cognitive ability or difficulty with time, measurement, and spatial reasoning. No, Scout, you went outside 150 times since I woke up, sweetheart. No, chill out. But sorry, my dog is now pressuring me to be the doorman once again this morning. Um, so <clears throat> kids who have dyslexia also could have ADHD, um, Turner syndrome, 
Um, a lot of people that have spina bifida have dyslexia. Um, and then again, I think it really resorts to meningococcal meningitis when I was an infant and then the trauma in my household because that does affect your children and people have to be aware of that. Parents have to be aware. Watch your kids, how they're doing. Like my parents got, um, more because I was a class clown, but they got what a special report, like weekly report that was sent home. Sean's doing good. She wasn't making any jokes this week. You know, she was doing her assignments, whatever. And they even said that, you know, like she might be uh, smarter or whatever and she gets bored easily, you know. But also, they didn't realize until later that I had dyslexia and dyscalculia. So more they were monitoring me on my class clown crap. But um, at the end of the day, you know, as I progressed through my educational journey, it ended up being like, wow, okay, you have dyslexia and dyscalculia. I didn't have to go into special classes because I really did uh, teach myself, in a sense, on how to handle things. I, then I started. I had major problems in college uh, with the math. So monitor your children. If you think they have a learning dis disability, if they're showing signs that they're struggling in a specific class, math class, reading, whatever, you know, sit down and talk to them, say, and maybe have them read something in front of you or, or try and do a math problem and see how they um, try and solve it or read it or whatever and see if there's a difficulty with that. Let them be honest about how they feel and let them know that, you know, some kids, they're kids. They don't understand that other people aren't having the same struggle as they are. So they might think everybody has that problem and they're just not able to handle it. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you know, monitor your kids. If they're a class clown, it could be that they're, they're intellectually more advanced or they're having a problem in the class. So make sure, you know, have the teacher send home weekly reports. Uh, you know, have your child, um, if they have speech problems, uh, see a speech therapist. And believe me, I went and it, it helped for a while, but, you know, I, it is an issue and a struggle for me. And some people understand it, some people don't. And look, you know, people who have dyscalculia and dyslexia and speech impediments, they're not stupid. You know, and people go around thinking they're, they're stupid because of the issues that they have, and they're not. You know, same, same with people that are developmentally disabled you know, I may joke around or whatever, but quite frankly, you know, I've met people that are developmentally disabled that are smarter, better people than people that are uh, not disabled, <laughs> you know. Um, so at the end of the day, and to me, I look at them as other people too. And, and uh, you know, because there is developmentally disabled people that can be spiteful and mean and everything because you know, that exists in people that aren't. And it's no different in people that are developmentally disabled too, you know. But at the end of the day, I had, uh, I have a speech impediment with, it's called, you know, it's LISP, where I had to go to speech therapy. I had to have, and I don't know why, but they make you tie this little string on a button, and then you, you gotta like pop it out of your mouth and, stuff so you know I spent months in speech therapy 
Um, so it does trickle out when I am speaking with S's and Z's. Um, and then if I'm speaking really fast or stuff, it'll trickle out. So that's another thing. If your child seems to have a struggle with that, you know, um, send them to speech therapy and, and help them out with it. And um, don't make them feel, uh, you know, don't demean their intelligence because, quite, quite frankly, most of the people that suffer from any of these and more are pretty damn intelligent. And, uh, you know, and there's a lot of stars like uh, Tom Cruise, Cher, have dyslexia. There's a lot of stars, people in politics, people that are uh, in the legal field have learning disabilities at some point or another in their life or speech problems or whatever. We're all not perfect. And we all never will be. It's just a journey in life and, you know, in uh, loving yourself and teaching yourself things um, and also being respectful to other people. And if I'm ever disrespectful on my podcast or whatever because I joke around, I don't I don't mean it on a personal level to anybody, you know. And anybody can call me out on it, you know, because I'm still a human being living and learning as we all are. But um, I just wanted to touch base on that kind of stuff that uh, – and it does run in a family, by the way, you know, my siblings have uh, an issue with dyslexia and dyscalculia also. Um, I'm the one with the speech impediment. And um, so I just wanted to touch base. I will talk about getting stoned in math class. Um, and I think that was a part of the thing. Well, you know, I'll just tell you anyway. So I had a... Uh, I, I, got, I started getting stoned when I was 11 years old because my neighbors were juvenile delinquents. So I'm like, what the fuck? Let's join the crowd. I'll start smoking and smoking pot. And we used to smoke pot in the woods. We built forts. We had parties. We drank, you know, listened to music, the whole thing. I think I told, I don't know, maybe I didn't tell the story about um, my neighbors stole a bunch of lumber for some lum lumber company. And that's how we got all the wood for a fort, one of these forts that we built. So... The cops got wind of it, and I think I was around 12, 13 years old when this happened. So the cops got wind that this stolen lumber was back in this, uh, in the woods, out off of Forest Grove Road. And that's where I grew up in, in North Byland area. So um, the country, you know what I'm saying? The country, nothing like now it is today. You know, it's, it's still kind of country-wise, but not, you know, just totally different eating strawberries and blackberries and uh, vegetables, you know, right off, you know, tomatoes off the vine when they were growing them out there. You know, that's the kind of shit I grew up with. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Building forts in the woods and uh, walking two miles to go to the store, you know, for penny candy, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. When the dinosaurs roamed the earth. So anyway, the cops got wind that we had built this fort, so we got a tip. All of us kids in the neighborhood tore the damn fort down, and we buried all the woods, the wood underneath the ground. And we threw leaves on top and whatever. So the cops came, and you know they're like, we want to know where this fort is. And we went out, and we're like, what are you talking about? There's no fort. What are you talking about? And they were standing on top of the, the ground where the <laughs> wood was buried. <laughs> 
So anyway, so they ended up leaving, and then we waited a, a month or two, and then we rebuilt our fort again. That was our place where we hung out, spoke, got high, drunk, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but as I was going to school, like, math class was a difficulty, so once in a while, you know, like, as I grew up, like, in high school, um, I would find a way to smoke a joint and smoke a joint before <laughs> math, pretty much sleep through math because I couldn't stand it. Um, because it was the most difficult thing and still is the most difficult thing. But we had a, a in high school, we had a homeroom teacher. And I don't know if I should mention her name or not. Um, I don't know if she's still alive or not. But um, she was missing a hand and she used to smoke pot all the time. And she used to have her dealer drop, you know, a baggie off at the homeroom class. And she would share with us. So we would smoke with her. And math was shortly after my math class, so I was pretty stoned through uh, math for the entire time I had her for my homeroom teacher. Um, but what would I even say? Yeah, so, you know, and I, I got into, you know, I smoked cigarettes, so I got into, I, I was in detention for smoking. You know, they never caught us smoking a joint, but um, smoking cigarettes. And I would actually have, like, after-school detention uh, sometimes for smoking, and then when um, this one time I was on the detention for smoking, and me and another person who had detention too went outside and lit a cigarette outside the Durham Memorial School <laughs> and got more detention for smoking while we were on detention for smoking. <laughs> but uh, and it's just hilarious shit when you think back at it. But um, but anyway, so you know, just just be cognizant of your children's educational process and the difficulties they may have um, and, and, and any learning disability they may have um, to help them through it, all right? And, and don't, if you do have a learning disability, you know, be proud of it that you are conquering it, that you have conquered it, or that you can recognize it and, and now seek the help that you need and it doesn't make anything uh, different about you, really, you know, except that you have challenges like we all have in some way or another in our lives. And that um, if you conquered it, yahoo, kudos for you, man. I know it's tough because I do still struggle with stuff um, today, and I'm 60, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a never-ending uh, learning process and everything. And don't let people make fun of you. And if they do, that just shows who the hell they are. You know what I mean? Um, so, you guys take care, and I will talk to you later. Have a good day, man.